Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave and I'm here with Amy and we are here to bring you all the action from the Haru Basho. It's day 14. We are at the pointy end of a very exciting Basho. It really is. I, I have to say the programming this time around, we've been so fussy about it in the last couple of years. Maybe the, they haven't been matching, matching up the people that we wanted to, the exciting matchups that we wanted to see on the right days, but this time they've got it absolutely right. Well, I think there's a better sense of arc, of narrative arc. Yeah. Um, and it's built the sumo world into a frenzy because the bouts we're going to talk about later are huge. Well, the basho can be decided today. The yusho can be decided. Uh, if Takiyasu wins and Wakataka Kage doesn't win, then that's a yusho for Takiyasu. So actually, I, I don't think I clocked that yesterday, but um, today it, it certainly built up the excitement before we well, started watching. The reason you didn't clock it is because I said definitively yesterday on the podcast, it won't, it can't be decided. Did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, huh. I did. Yeah, I mean, it was late. That's all right. Anyway, before we jump into Jurio, let's look at the Osaka weather. It's 18 degrees Celsius, uh, 16, 64 degrees Fahrenheit and rainy as we headed into Makuchi. 81 deg- 81% humidity. Yeah, a bit sweaty. Everyone yeah, a bit be, sweaty and rainy, but weird because it's not that hot. Take us into Jurio. Well, Enho today, he got pulled down by Tokushoryu. He's now 9-5 at Jurio 11. So he did pick up that Kachikoshi a while ago. That's good news for him. Tokushoryu goes into Tave 15 at the very first Nanasho Nanahai 7-7. Midori Fuji went for and achieved the Katasukashi yet again against Chimazumi, keeping himself mathematically in the Jurio Yusho race for now. He's 11-3. Shimizumi is 7-7 for the final day as well. Kidnawaka, he was patient today against a furiously slap-happy Tohakuryu, as he is wont to be. He stepped aside at a crucial moment, and that's 10-4 for him, Kidnawaka. Very good performance from him. Daishoho, he got around the side of Azamaru to take the win, leaving Azamaru stranded on 10-4. Falling off the Yusho race there, Dei Shoho, 9-4. A big one up next, Ryudin against Tsurugisho. Ryudin got on the front of the belt, and while it did take some time, Ryudin did manage to drag the big man, Tsurugisho, over the bales. Ryudin now moves to 12-2. and two. So that's him out one in front of Midori Fuji. So either Ryudin or Midori Fuji at this point. They've thinned out the, the crowd a little bit. One of those two will take the Jurio Yusho. If Ryudin wins tomorrow, it's his. He's put himself in the driving seat. He's given himself every opportunity at 12 and 2. And at 11 and 3, Midori Fuji, if Ryudin loses, and we don't know who they're matched up against yet. That comes through quite late for day 15. If Ryudin loses, then... Uh, Midori Fuji will, will have a chance. And the guys who fell off the pace today was Azamaru, Mitoru and Kidnawaka on 10 wins. In other Jurio news, uh, Yago at Jurio 8 picked up his Kachikoshi and we had a bunch of good guys getting their yeah. Makakoshi today. Atami Fuji, Jurio 12, that'll see him back to Makushita. Hirodaumi at Jurio 11, Tohakuryu at Jurio 3. And as we just saw, Tsurugisho, Jurio 1 won't get back to Makuchi this time. Mm, sad for Tsurugisho. Okay, moving on to Makuchi, where all the action is at. It was Kagayaki first against Jurio visitor Jurio 2, Hidnomi. 
And Kakiaki, he's fought valiantly the last few days, but today Hidnomi took him body to body, anchored himself on the Tawara, pushed back hard at Kagiyaki, and then he suddenly pulled. It's a classic move. He turned Kagiyaki around, though, at this point, and pushed him out from behind. It was an Okuri Dashi win for Hidnomi. Well, unfortunately, that's Makakoshi for Kagiyaki at Magashira 17. We'll see him leaving the top division again. After coming back up from Juria very quickly. He might free up a spot actually for Hidnoumi. It's quite possible. Just got his Kachikoshi at Juria too. Is it enough? If he wins tomorrow, he would go 9-6. That would be enough from Juria too to pop back up, wouldn't it? Oh, I think so, especially if Kagiyaki's making some room down there. Uh, but it might uh, be dictated by what happens in this next bout. Shall we move on? Yes. Because... Ichiyamamoto, the other Maegashira 17, is up against Chianakuni. Chianakuni charged forward. He got under the long arms of Ichiyamamoto. But Ichiyamamoto, with his hands left just dangling around Chianakuni's neck, he didn't need a second invitation. He pulled hard and left Chianakuni stranded on the bales. Ichiyamamoto wandered in and finished this off, Okuridashi. Yep, he goes to 7-7. Seven and seven, So he'll be looking for that final win tomorrow to remain in Makuchi. He keeps himself on the road. I think that was funny what he said about he, he kind of did find that his arms were just around. Yeah, Chianakuni's they were just there. <laughs> I don't think he was looking for the pull. It was just the easiest thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. And he, he does know what to do with the arms once he gets them around. Chianakuni... He'll be going into day 15 trying to get his honorary Sumo Mainichi Kachikoshi. He's five wins, five losses and four days off. So if he wins tomorrow, he could go 6-5. We forget about those four days off. We, we do. Of course we do. Why not? <laughs> Kotokuzan was up next against Chiyotaryu. Both guys coming into this at 6-7. and seven. Chiyotaryu, he powered forward. It looked all over. But Kotokuzan just managed to stop the assault at the bales. And then Chiyotaryu, he knows what to do. He tries to pull instead. But Kotokuzan, he's, he's such a chunky guy. He's just not easily moved. He did fall forward, but crucially, he didn't fall down. And with his body, he was able to uh, push Chiatari out as he fell. I don't know how he survived that pull attempt. No, it was large. Yeah. Oh, I did like throughout this bout, he kept his eyes on Chiatari. And this is something we haven't seen from Kotokuzan mm. over the last few days. He's looked a little bit lost, but very solid sumo today. I... Didn't like Chiyotaryu's sumo. No, no. I he, mean, this comes off the henker yesterday. It comes off the henker. He was in a powerful position and, and he decided to pull when I think he just could have continued forward. I think so too. I mean, even when he found that resistance on the bales, you know, he he can move a little bit and then have another push or go lower or something like that. The pull really wasn't necessary and it does give him his makakoshi. So he's six and eight at uh, Magashira 12 and Gee, there is a lot happening down here because we've just mentioned Kagiyaki will fall out. Then Ichiyamamoto goes into day 15 at 7-7. Seven, seven, and so now does the Magashira 16, Koto Kuzan. He's on that 7-7 seven, seven as well. Well, it could be interesting because he, if he goes Makakoshi tomorrow, he might take one of those Magashira 17 spots. <laughs> yes, that's true. It's a logjam Don't take Hidnomi's spot. Please no. Oh, no. The next bout of the day was Myogiryu up against Yutakiyama. Myogiryu came out searching for the front of the belt, but Yutakiyama looked happy to stay in close and work some room so he could do some thrusting attacks. Myogiryu got on the belt, moved Yutakiyama back. Here, Yutakiyama tried to transition into an arm throw, but Myogiryu resisted. 
And Miyogiryu here took Yutakiyama to the danger zone with that right-hand belt grip. Right on the back of Yutakiyama's belt, it was too much pressure for Yutakiyama and Miyogiryu crushed him down and off the doyo. Yeah, yeah. Yutakiyama got himself in a in a real flap here. He didn't look great afterwards either. He looked really ginger. Took him a while to get back up on the doyo. It wasn't really clear exactly what had happened. It looked like his whole body was just a bit sore and he was finding it a little bit difficult to move. And as he walked out down the Hanamichi, he looked the same, a bit despondent, but he doesn't need to worry too much yet. He only needs to concentrate tomorrow. If he can pick up that final win, he will get his kachakoshi. So he's going okay. Miyogiryu, he already had his makakoshi, so he is six and eight. I did think the there might have been a monoe here. Oh, it did look Miyogiri close on the replay. Stepped out at a very similar yeah. time that Yutakiyama fell, uh, oh. but maybe he was so uh, he was so much attacking that they didn't bother. Yep, agreed. Miyogiri six eight, Yutakiyama seven seven. Shimano Umi coming in against Nishikigi. Nishikigi on the push today. A really straightforward frontal attack against Shimano Umi's body. Shimano Umi was given no chance of uh, an opportunity to slip out of the way. And Nishikigi's hand on the front of the belt didn't hurt either. And Shimano Umi, he was pushed out Oshidashi. Not much to say about this one apart from this was very solid sumo from Nishikigi. Nine and five for him now. Really starting to build a, uh, a strong Basho. Shimonumi with that loss, however, goes to Nana short, Nana high, seven wins, seven losses. His fate will be decided tomorrow. Next bout of the day, Kota Shoho up against Aoyama. Aoyama, he looked at his best as he stepped forward out of the touchy eye, firing thrusting attacks Kota Shoho's way. Kota Shoho shifted along the bales, dropped his head and drove in close to Aoyama. Kota Shoho attempted and found a belt grip. And from here, he was able to drop Aoyama to the dirt with, like, at such great pace. It was a Yori Taoshi. Yeah, he he did so well to withstand that first push from Aoyama, didn't he? It was, it was so strong. Yeah. I thought Aoyama had it all sealed up here. But it was a real relief to see, well, I imagine for Kodosho, <laughs> and uh, for us to see him come back like that and to do some good sumo because he did win the Jurio Yusho. Yes. In January. Yeah. And to come up and then sort of get a makakoshi straight away is always a little bit embarrassing. So great news for him. And that's his kachikoshi. He's eight and six. Aoyama, yet another guy going into day 15 on seven and seven. Nana show, nana high. I already feel like we've got a lot. Yeah. I'll read them all out later yeah. because there is a it's lot. It's a lot. <laughs> Tochinoshin was up next against Wakamoto Haru. They locked up on the belt. Now, Wakamoto Haru is really starting to establish himself, for me at least, he's probably always been doing it, as a as a real belt guy. But still to see this being done against Tochinoshin, your, your first reaction is always like, oh, don't go on the belt yeah. against him. Tochinoshin's uh, belt was tighter, so it was harder for Tochinoshin to move Wakamoto Haru because he was sort of flapping around with his looser belt. So I thought Tochinoshin might have been in a bit of trouble, but he heaved forward and took Wakamoto Haru over the bales. Wakamoto Haru tried to spin at the last minute and dump Tochinoshin out. And it did look close as they both fell, but it was a win for Tochinoshin. Look, I admire Wakamoto Haru getting on the belt here, but uh, against one of the greats. <laughs> I know. 
It made us nervous and it had every right to. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, you know, an interesting thing for him to try out, but Doshinoshin shows that even in the sunset of his career, he's so strong. Would it have been a good learning experience for oh, him, perhaps? Maybe. I mean, they fought once before because Toshinoshin has been down low when Wakamoto Haru in January 1st came up. So I think for him to be able to fight someone who was such a formidable opponent and mm. still very much is, I, I think it's yeah. a great learning experience for him. Well, let's hope so. Uh, Toshinoshin now at Maegashira, 15 moves to 9 and 5. That's Not bad. a good score for him. Wakamoto Haru, 8 and 6. Chiyoshima up against Teretsuyoshi and we saw... A henker. From the henker kings. <laughs> from, well, I mean, the two henker kings facing up. But a henker from Teretsuyoshi against such an upstanding, honest ricochet. This is no good. <laughs> Did you hate to say oh, it? Oh, it was a dog act. Dog <laughs> act. Chiyoshima stayed upright, but after some fiddling about, Teretsuyoshi leant down, grabbed the leg and dumped Chiyoshima to the dirt, which can only be described as a totari. Yes. Well, that's... That's what I thought. Uh, well, Terence actually went for the leg. So he got I the thought leg. it was a, an Ashitori. Oh, yeah, Ashitori. Sorry, that's what I meant to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So the pickup of the leg. But it was given as a really uh, interesting kimarite, the komatasukui. Komatasukui, which is w- one of the weirdest ones I've read. I'm going to read the whole thing. When an opponent responds to being thrown and puts his leg out forward to balance himself. Fair enough. I'm yeah. kind of up with it for now, grabs the underside of the thigh and lifts it up, throwing the opponent down. So it's an over-thigh-scooping body drop. That to me looked a lot like an an Ashitori. Yeah, I can't believe they pulled this one out. (laughs) Uh, Teretsuyoshi brings up his uh, kajikoshi with that uh, interesting kimarate. That dog act. (laughs) That dog act, yeah. Yeah, Chiyoshima, he, he came forward, I think. So he he wasn't tempted by the hanker. No, but. absolutely. Well, he's you know he had one a few. Da- was it yesterday or a few days ago? No, a few days ago. Yeah, he'd already got his makakoshi as well. So maybe yeah. there wasn't quite as much at stake. Teretsuyoshi very keen. And as Teretsuyoshi left down the Hanamichi, he walked past Hakuho, and mm. Hakuho gave him a bit of a nod and a a thumbs up, like "Good on you, mate. Good hanker." Well, don't reward that kind of behaviour. I, so. I don't like that at all. Teretsuyoshi eight six Chiyoshima with that loss five and nine. Koroeko, up next, we've heard the song in all its glory last night. He's already got his kachikoshi, and today he's against Sadna Umi. They both got on the belt almost straight away here, Koroeko, with a little more forward motion. But then they came to a halt, both tugging at each other's belts. Koroeko then engaged all of his muscles. He really is a very muscly guy. He turned Sadna Umi around closer to the Tawara, kind of picked him up and deposited him down. Uh, with very little space to spare. Then they both tried to throw. It was a beautiful butterfly. Sadanumi just went down first and they both rolled off the do. Oh, wow. This was great belt sumo from Kotoeko, I thought. I, I think it showed how much his uh, confidence is up. Yeah. He really took it to Sadanumi. Now, I know Sadanumi is not in the best form. Yep. But I'm, <laughs> I'm looking for positives here for Kotoeko. He's 9-5. Yeah, it's it's really not bad. At Magashira 12, that'll be a bit of a jump up again. And the real question will be, what can he do at this higher rank this time around? Exactly right. Sadanumi with that loss, 4 and 10. Uh, Takara Fuji up next against Akua. Takara Fuji did well out of the touchy eye. He got on the belt, drove Akua back to the bales. Akua had a foot anchored on the Tawara and was leaning forward 
so far forward to pr- provide that resistance. We were sure Tucker Fuji was going to slap him down here, right? Mm. He was so far forward. He didn't. Tucker Fuji kept working away, and it was close. And in, until Akua tried the kakanage, which resulted in in him falling over and handing <laughs> Tucker Fuji the win. I mean, Akua continues to find new and innovative ways to lose. Look, it does seem to happen to him, and he's still pretty fixated on that kakanage. I was watching Takara Fuji and I thought that he did a super cool kind of pick up of aqua and dump down of him oh, on the yeah. ground. So much so that I got my camera out. I was trying to take pictures of, you know, how cool it looked. And then I realized that basically aqua had just fallen, fallen over, over, like yeah. you said. And it was it was basically Aqua's bad move. So, so at Maigashira 15, he's 311. He'll certainly be demoted to Jurio. Yep. Yep. He's got a lot of questions he needs to answer. Yeah, I think so. I mean, how how long's he been up for now? Yeah, I think it'd be it'd be five five Basho would be my guess. Yeah, so he was in Jury in September last year. So he's been up for three. Oh, time was he up before dilation. was he up before that? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. okay, yep. Yep. A few times. Um yeah, there's just no consistency, nothing solid about what he's doing out there at the moment. Trying to find cheap ways to win. His scorecard reflects it. He's 3 and 11. Tuck- and before, in, in January, he was 4 11. Yeah. So that's 4 11. And now, I mean, there's one day to go, but a 3 11 at this point. Mm, not, not good. Great. Takara Fuji, 5 and 9 with that win. Kiribayama, next against Toby Zaro. Now, I hadn't really thought about this as. Uh, about that I was particularly looking forward to. I mean, I like both these guys, but it turned into a real cracker. Toby Zaro got in low, his hands up around Kiribayama's throat, but then he got in really close. It was a surprise for me to see Toby Zaro. Um, usually he keeps his distance. Yeah. And he, he got in really close, slapped the left hand on the belt, and from here he was intent on using his left arm for a throw. He tried twice. He couldn't get... Kiribayama down, but it did destabilise Kiribayama. And although he tried his own arm throw, Toby Zaro just stuck to him the whole time like glue and real big boy body to body sumo from Toby Zaro who took Kiribayama out off the edge. Kachikoshi fought Toby Zaro with that win. I was super impressed with him. Fighting so hard and just a different style today. I, I don't know if it was intentional, it just happened out there, but staying so close was a great move. I think you identified it. He kept Kiribayama out of position the whole bout. Yeah. Just kept off to his side. Kiribayama couldn't get a good purchase on Toby Zaru. I mean, it's interesting to have this bout straight after Akua, who's out there doing stupid kakanage attempts and falling over. I, I think Toby Zaru has handed the crown of sumo meme lord <laughs> over to Akua. <laughs> yeah. A- and... I mean, today, Toby Zaru beat Kirabiyama, who has beaten Hoshoryu, Wakataka Kage, and Mitakuyumi. Yes. yes. He's a very, very good quality opponent. And Toby Zaru, like, just outdid him technically today. Yeah, he didn't do it with a false nope. move. He didn't do it with anything particularly weird. It's just smart sumo. Yeah. Didn't run around so, him. So, so happy. Yeah. It was great. Kachikoshi for Toby Zaru, as you said. Just congratulations. Brilliant stuff. Brilliant we love stuff. it. Kirabiyama, he's nine and five. Chiyomaru up next against Meisei. Oh, boy. Yikes. This is grim. Yeah. Look, out of the touchy eye, they both traded big pushes that really didn't give either the early advantage. Chiyomaru survived an early belt pull, 
but stabilised. They traded thrusts again before Chiyomaru got on the belt and slammed Meisei to the bales. Now, at this point, the Gyoji had to exit so quickly that he left his <laughs> sandal behind. Yeah. Uh, I tried to see if anyone slipped on it. I don't think they did. No, I don't. They just stepped over it. I don't think they, they did. Uh, Meisei somehow managed to weasel his way out of this in the confusion uh, but he was overbalanced uh, and went down. Chiamari had to be very careful, though, to not step over the Tawara. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a bit like one of the, the comedy bouts that they yeah, do on the, totally. the Jungyo, the tour. Yeah. The Shokiri, it, it just looked comedic and yeah. like they were being silly. Meisei did manage to get away on the bales twice from Chiamari. I thought that was you know, a little bit of a sign of his his old sumo, his good sumo that hopefully will come back soon. But him just falling over at the end was just like, okay, well, that's how oh, this basho is going absolutely. for him. And thankfully for Meisei, only one day to go. He's 1-13. and 13. Chiyomaru is 5-9 and nine with that win. Onosho came up next against Tamawashi. Tamawashi let Onosho explode out of the touchy eye and then he wrapped his hands around his head and helped him down to the ground. Yet again, a win, in, uh, a loss in this way, Hadaki Komi for Onosho. Yeah, a, a repeat of Onosho's loss from mm. yesterday, wasn't it? Mm. Just, you know, his opponent let him come forward, then pulled down. Yeah, Onosho started well in this basho and now is 5'9 at Maigashira 3. I think he'd be very disappointed with that. I'm finding it really hard to read when he does something good and when he yeah. just, like, I really can't tell. He just blunders forward. His bad sumo is so bad, I guess is what I'm saying. It it's, seems to be very easy to read for his opponent and they know what to do and they can do it very quickly. But, you know, when he's on, he's he's really on. <laughs> Such I, a discrepancy. I do have to say I was impressed with Tamawashi's touchy eye. Yeah. He was so, so sharp. Yeah, it was fast. And I think that did, you know, help him towards that win. He's seven and seven. At Maigashira too. And I think this is one of the Nana short, Nana high, Rikishi, who will very much be behind tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. We like Tamawashi. Uh, next bout of the day, Maigashira 1, Daesho up against Maigashira 2, Ichinojo. Out of the touchy eye, Ichinojo went low looking for that left hand belt grip and he missed. This really opened Ichinojo up to these wild Daesho thrusting attacks. He was dishing them out high and this rocked Ichinojo, sent him back and across the bales, Tsukidashi. Yeah, he wasn't able to block Daesho very successfully or successfully at all because he he did go for that yeah. grip and there was no real backup plan from him. He just then looked, well, he was taken by the neck and it was a, a real Daesho-style win. He couldn't do anything to prevent that. I think he was taken a little bit by surprise, mm. maybe not uh, quite moving as quickly as he had other days. Yeah, look, I think the positive thing is this is the first time we've really seen, well, one of the first times this basho we've seen Ichinojo not really put in a performance. Mm. Yeah. I mean, we know he he does struggle with, with injury, with that back injury, and I always think Towards the end of a basho, you know, everything's just getting, getting a tired. bit sore and tired for yeah, him. Yep, yep. I'd, I'd like to look at his, his losses on the final days because I yeah. feel like sometimes they might accumulate. But Daesho doing Daesho things, he takes himself. At Magashira 1, this was an MNW for him because he takes himself to 7 and 7. He uh, staved off his Makakoshi for until the final day, hopefully not. Ichinojo is 9 and 5. Ishiura, he's still fighting. And today he's coming back from injury and today he has to fight Ura, but Ura's not in form. Ishiura, he managed to duck right under Ura's tachi eye. So 
Uro goes low, Ishiro went even lower, and Hikota Morizashi got the arms around, and from here it got really frenzy. frenzied. Ishiro was heaving forwards. He was jumping at Uro with his whole body, just trying to get him backwards and out. Uro was forced up high on his tiptoes. He tried to break away to get either side away from Ishiro, but when Ishiro got his hand on the belt of Uro, it was all over, and he was almost picked up by Ishiro and, and chucked off the the dojo. Some emotion it, there. It was like throwing out the garbage yeah. today. Yeah. It was interesting on the replay watching how low Ishira had to go to get underneath yeah. Ura. Yeah. He did a sudden movement to yeah. it, sort of a, a dip, a duck. Well, and good to see. This is Ishira's first win since coming back mm. from injury on day 11. Some signs of positivity for the uh, Ishira camp, but on the Ura side, yeah, the woes continue. No, I mean, you said like the garbage was being taken out. I mean, you have to say that Ura's sumo has been pretty garbage. Well, I said to you today, I just feel, I feel disappointed with his effort. Yeah. Not his effort, his it performance. All hit you today. Yeah, yeah, it did. At Maegashira, one probably should have cleaned up the, uh, you know, Maegashira 5 Ishiro, who is coming in with, you know, that injury cloud. But again, I, I just think he just does that same style over again. And it's not work, if it doesn't work on Ishiro, it's not going to work on the Sanyaku. Yeah. What's the future for Ura? I, I hope it's brighter than what we've seen this time. He's 3-11 and 11 with that loss. Ishira, two wins, six losses, and six days off. Komasubi Takanosho up next against Okanumi. This was a battle of attrition out of the touchy eye. Okanumi with his hand jammed under Takanosho's throat and Takanosho working his way under the arms of Okanumi. Okanumi was able to grind them forward only to execute a perfect pull, leaving Takanosho to taste the dirt. Katasukashi. Yeah. I yelled a bit here actually at Takanosho. I got really frustrated. I, I felt the frustration for him that you felt for, mm, for Ura earlier. It was, it's like he doesn't care. And I know that's not true. I know he does. But he's He's made his way up to Sekiwake and performed there. I mean, in a middling way and picking up seven eights and eight sevens. But now just not able to do anything. We we want to see sumo from him. Mm. No doubt he wants to see sumo from himself. It was good reading by Okanumi of uh, his balance and feeling when he could um, pull forward with that shoulder. But, yeah, Takanosho, I mean, we have seen, so at Komasubi now he's 4 and 10. We've definitely seen that happen to Komasubi. So recently there's been Meisei, um, even not so far off, Wakataka Kage had yeah, a 5-10, you yeah. know. We see it. But what you commented when I, I said that was that it's so disappointing because he has been up at that higher yeah. Sanyaku and yeah. now he's failing at this level. Mm. Yeah, it's hard to watch, isn't it? Because, mm. again, he's one of those ricochet that you described like on Osho is that when you see him losing, you can't imagine how he possibly yeah, wins. that's true, actually. Mm. Yeah, there's a there's a big gap between these good and bad sumo. Well, he's 4 and 10. Okanumi is 5 and 9, just scraping one more win in there. Endo and Komasubi, the other Komasubi, Hoshoryu, who's having a bit of a better time of it. Endo, he came forward. He didn't seem to look for the Maimawashi here. I was surprised. There wasn't the usual hand reaching out. Hoshoryu met the charge, but when Endo powered forward again, Hoshoryu stepped to his left and he slapped Endo down on the way past. This was so clean. It was, it was really, really good it was from Hoshoryu. Yeah, he took advantage of Endo dropping his head and just charging forward yeah. and. You know, if it wasn't so perfectly ex executed, 
could have been trouble for Hoshoryu, but just complete control out there. And and he certainly watched Endo go over the Tawara, mm. off the doyo, into the crowd. He kept his eyes locked on him. Yeah, it wasn't real men don't look at explosions. It was real men do watch Endo fall off the doyo. So an interesting situation here. Hoshoryu now goes to 7-7 yes. with that win. Endo goes to 7-7 with that loss. Komasubi Hoshoryu has the bout of his life tomorrow. <laughs> we don't know who is uh, who he's up against. Yeah. Hopefully by the time we're done here, the Torakumi is out. But it will be a very, very big one for him. It sure will be. Endo, he had the right arm and the knee uh, bandaged with the sort of support strapping. You don't really see that often. It just was something I noticed because he's usually totally clean. He really doesn't wear anything at any time. You never really know what's going on with him injury-wise. So just something I picked up. Endo and Hoshiro, you said it. They're both seven and seven. Up next, we had Hokuto Fuji and Sekiwake Abi. Hokuto Fuji was determined to get in close and he weathered the storm of Abi's opening attacks to get there. Abi continued attacking and Hokuto Fuji suddenly found himself in trouble. He was on the bales but slipped along the side. Abi was quick to follow up and chase, but Hokuto Fuji kept skirting along the Tawara. And again, he dodged an attack here, but this time... It left Abi wide open. Hokuto Fuji was able to surge forward and drive Abi over Oshidashi. I was thrilled for this, thrilled to see Hokuto Fuji get his kachikoshi because he's fallen to Magashira 6. We know he's better than that. And I would like to see him come back. And this is a good step on the way there. I thought he got away from trouble twice in this bout. He had excellent movement. He he is fast and yeah. he can move around the doyo very quickly. And he did that today. And yeah, just got on top of Arby. So Hokuto Fuji eight and six. Now Arby, he's seven and seven. And so I can tell you now all the people on um, seven and seven because there are so many. There's Arby, Hoshoryu, Daisho, Tamawashi, Endo, Shimanaumi, Aoyama, Yutakiyama, Kozakuzan, and Ichiyamamoto. Wow. I think that's the most we've had for quite a while. It certainly is. And there is a tendency for those Rikishi to fight each other where they can. Yeah. Uh, so maybe that's why the Torakumi is taking a little longer to come <laughs> through. Uh, okay, so Hokuto Fuji 8-6, RB7-7. We go in about next. Yeah, to the big last three. I, I'm very torn here. I mean, we know I love Shodai and I'm very invested in Takayasu. They came up against each other here. I'd say that they both looked unperturbed mm. by the pressure. There's a lot now of focusing in on Takayasu's face in particular, of course. I'm sure on the inside um, it's turmoil, but they both looked very calm as they stepped up onto the doyo. Takayasu, he got the left hand on Shodai's belt straight away. But Shodai, he'd gone in hard as well. He got the right arm in and the left hand outside. Takayasu then, he didn't wait for a second. He drove powerfully back or forward for him. He drove Shodai back. Shodai anchored himself on the Tawara and he had to do something here to get himself out of this situation. And he did. He threw with his right hand and it was an Uwatenage win, <sighs> a Skuinage win. A Skuinage. I thought he had the hand no. on. It was with the other arm then. Yeah. Beltless arm throw. Win for Shodai. Oh, man. We were torn here. So, so torn. So the reason we were torn is a win for Takiyasu here and, and a loss for Wakataka Kage in the last bout of the day would have handed Takiyasu the Yusho. Yep. And... and 
I mean, we're torn in that way as well because that doesn't mean that we don't want Waka Takakage to Absolutely. get a show, but we've got a lot of history with Takayasu. We he do. hasn't had one yet. He's been a, a great Ozeki in his time. He's been injured. He's coming back. I mean, that's a great story. And then what complicates it is that Ozeki Shodai is trying to get that eighth win. Yeah. So, look, I have to say that when Shodai got this one, <laughs> I mean, I was exhilarated. Yeah. Uh, I think he's done the impossible here. He had such a bad start. He's gone on to win uh, seven of his last eight bouts. Yeah. It's incredible. Completely turned this around. He's 8-6. He's Kachikoshi. He's held on to that Ozeki status at the cost of Takiyasu going to 13 wins. Yeah. But uh, this looked like short eye of old. He, the setup here was perfect. Controlled sliding back as Takiyasu came forward before he hit that throw. Yeah. This is short eye that we know and love. Yeah, he can do stuff on the yeah. edge and very calm and controlled usually when his body is in form enough to put up a resistance yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Obviously he could hold Takiyasu back full charge, which is an amazing sign. It means that basically he's you know, back to form mm. to a certain extent. And for him, I think he was very emotional afterwards. He kept his face blank. That's a very short eye thing. But he did, when he went back to his position, he leant forward it wasn't like his head was in his hands or anything, but he had his eyes closed. He leant forward, just held that position for a second and then leant back again. And I swear on tear watch, I saw a tear. Yeah. I mean, you can imagine him giving himself a moment to go like the pressure's off. Yeah. For now, I've done, uh, he's done amazing work. I mean, we look back to the first few days of the bash show. We were saying. He was a wreck. Go Kujo. He was yeah. a wreck. He looked hopeless. Yeah. yeah. He'd gone post-floppy short eye. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, this one goes out to the haters. Yep. An amazing effort. Get the Blu-rays ready. Burn them. Every school in Japan <laughs> needs to watch these bouts. This is this is what a hero looks like, kids. Every Friday, watch them. Oh, every Friday. Wet weather. Yeah. If you've got to stay inside because oh, yeah, of rain, yeah. you watch these bouts. Or if you've bouts. got a substitute teacher, oh. they just bring out the short eye DVD. Whack it on. Or Blu-ray. <laughs> or Blu-ray. We want the resolution. Yep. So you can zoom in. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, Takiyasu 12 and 2. Yeah. Let's see. His fate now is out of his hands for now. We'll go on to the second last bout of the day, Maegashira 6. Kodnawaka up against Ozeki Mitakumi. Kodnawaka, did you see this at the touch eye? He just slipped to the side a little bit. Yeah, right. Wasn't a henker. I wouldn't even describe it as a meat move. There was a slight angle. Yep. And that took the bulk of the power out of Mitakumi's initial charge. Kodnawaka then launched himself at Mitakumi. While Kodnawaka was trying to get on the belt, he just used the power of his body to bully Mitakumi and back and over the bales. Kodnawaka looked very Mitakumi in this one. Oh, I, I was yeah. about to say the same thing. I think he was doing Mitakumi's own sumo against him yeah, and he totally. did it better today. He totally did. Because he got in close, he lifted up the body and took him back and out. It was it was so quick. It was eerie. He looked like the Ozeki today, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, like, he certainly did. It, it was that dominant sumo, but just so funny how it was It was Mitakumi's yeah. sumo. Kodnawaka, he's still a sleeper for me for some reason, but... <laughs> I think now we should be very excited about him. I think he's he's going to go a long way. Well, Maegashira 6, he's just turned it on. Yeah. Yeah, I think we'll see big things little, for the rest of the 2022. Free for As him, a is treat, it? maybe. Oh, there's a lot of other people yeah. in between still. But, yeah, he's, he's just been – I mean, maybe he'll go higher than that. Anyway. One anyway. step at a time. 
getting very excited. Great win for him. 11-3, Mitakumi at 10 and 4. The final bout of the day, here it is, Sekiwake Wakataka Kage against Ozeki Takakesho. We've been talking about keeping faces calm. I feel like with Wakataka Kage, to an extent I can see his, yeah. his emotion. It's not like he looks stressed or he's looking around or anything, but I don't know, there's something there. It's all very new for him, this. Yeah, that's a really good point. It is, isn't it? But there's also the, he handles himself very, very well under the pressure. Yep. Yeah, he absolutely does. Takakesho, he hopped up on the doyo and they went down for the touchy eye. Takakesho, he exploded out and he took Wakataka Kage back so quickly. He went low though, Wakataka Kage, and he stopped himself going out. Of course then, Takakesho said, I, I can read that angle of Wakataka Kage. I want to pull him down. He did pull, but somehow what would work on so many other people it just didn't work on Wakataka Kage. He should have gone down here. He should he have. absolutely should have gone down. It was a quality pull at exactly the right time. He kept his feet wide. He kept his body heavy and he did not go down. Instead, not only did he save himself, but he didn't even give himself time to reset. Immediately he barreled forwards. He got his hands on Takakesho's belt, stood him up on the Tawara and forced him to oh, admit man. defeat and step over. It's such a good point. That moment was just... a a pivotal moment of that, like, as he said, not only surviving something you shouldn't have survived, but to instantly re-engage in a way that blew Takakesho away. Absolutely. Credit to Takakesho. He put up a hell of a fight on the bales. Yeah. You could see the look on his face. He did not want to go over. But, I mean, unbelievable sumo from Wakataka Kage. I just think against a lot of other opponents that would have worked. I do think Takakesho is in some semblance of form and the shove was so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that takes Wakataka Kage to the same score as Takiyasu, 12 and 2, and one ahead of Kodnowaka. Takakesho is 8 and 6. He's already eliminated that Kataban status, so he'll be back as a normal as Ozeki in May, as will Shodai. So now we talk about Tei 15. The Torakumi is not up. He's not up, yep. yep. So they don't put it up until uh, after this day. It's not like all the other days where it comes out in advance. They have to think about this programming very carefully. So um, we probably won't get that. I think that I thought that Shodai and Mitakumi were going to fight always, but I think now it might be Shodai and Wakataka Kage. Yeah, it could be. It and could be. Then if we think about people that Takiyasu and Kodnowaka haven't fought that are high enough up, I think one of them will fight Abi because he's Sekiwake, so he's the highest uh, rank available uh, with a non-Makakoshi and he's going in at 7 and 7, so that's exciting. And then I think the other one might fight Ichinojo. Yeah, it's quite possible. He's on nine wins, which is the closest of those high rankers. At Magashira too. But I yeah. think to, to zoom out for a second, Wakataka Kage and Takiyasu have fought each other. Yep. So they won't fight each other on the final day. Their their fates will rest in each yep. other's bounce. Yeah. There could be a three-way playoff. There could be. If both if of those lost. And Kodnawaka wins. Uh, but yeah, lots of variables at play here. This will be a hell of a finish to this basho. Yeah, look, if you need a sumo manichi bucket, we'll we'll do a priority ship tonight. So just <laughs> let us know. We'll send them out all over the, the world uh, via Santa's reindeer or something. We've got to get there quick because there's going to be a lot of feelings tomorrow, I think. Absolutely. A huge day of sumo ahead in Jurio. 
Yes. There will be a huge Dave Sumo. All of those Nana, uh, Nana Shaw, Nana High, Ricochet yep. on 7-7 seven, seven fighting each other. And then that exciting finish. We can't wait to bring you all of the action from the final day of Haru Basho. We'll see you then. Bye. Yeah.